0: Season 5, episode 27 of the Decoded podcast. We made it to Saturday, Chris. Yep. Um, I just looked out my window. It's sunny here. It's Mm -hmm. sunny, probably crisp outside, which is nice. I'm looking forward to that. I can see the sun. It's good stuff. I like the sun. It's good for you. The other day, I, (laughs) I was walking out of a school and back to my car. And I, like an old man, I stopped. I turned my body towards the sun. I just closed my eyes and I looked up and I just let the heat hit me in the face.
1: Pulled a Superman. Did you recharge?
0: You know what? It's interesting because I don't have yard duty. So I don't have that um, every day. I'm outside at a certain time. I'm, my schedule is like sporadic when I'm going to be outside. So it was nice to walk out. It was really windy. Mm -hmm. So. It was just cool. Like, I just stopped, looked up, kind of took it in, took the mask off. I'm still wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Got in the car and left. Went to the next place. I liked it. So the, the sun's out. I like that. I'm, I'm, it excites me.
1: I don't need it that much. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I don't need it that much. I don't need – I'm not – It's as far as I know – as far as i know as far as i'm aware i don't need the sun for that moment i don't know it's it, i i appreciate it though i get it do i i have i have had moments i uh okay so driving to work yesterday it was predominantly kind of gray and windy and i do like you know what it is for me i think it's the, it's the contrast i need the contrast and what i mean by that is i'm more fascinated and maybe connected to when I can see the I can see clouds and blue sky on the other side I like that depth of field if it's just a clear day I feel like there's no depth of field it's just and blue skies forever and I don't know if I feel comfortable in blue skies forever (laughs) I get the exact same kind of feeling when I was traveling across Canada through the prairies Mm -hmm. and it was like horizon forever like you're just looking at these fields that kind of somewhere off in the distance. Probably mentioned this on the podcast, the dude that was on the bus with me saying, "Yeah, pretty flat. Hey, eh? you can see your dog run away for a full week. Like you can basically <laughs> go in your house, come out the next day and oh, there's the dog still off on the horizon. Like they're not coming back." Um, I don't like full blue skies. I don't. I feel like the exact same thing. I I need that contrast. Even put a plane flying across it and I'm I'm happy. It gives me a sense of it gives me a sense of uh perspective and kind of distance um it's weird man now that you got me thinking about it there's something kind of frightening to me about an endless blue sky like it's kind of like a I don't know maybe too many science fiction it was like if gravity ever gave up I would just start flying through the blue sky and eventually probably be a different colored sky be black sky and then that's it I'm done I don't know I'm being really cataclysmic with my thinking. But yeah, it's the so I'm driving to work the other morning, and there's really kind of chunky grey clouds with white tinges. And every once in a while, they part, and you can see some of the blue sky, and then they close up again. I like that. I like the teaser of that. Um, It's dynamic. I don't like the weather and stasis, I think. Um, And if we're just going purely... So that's just weather. That's just weather for me. And I don't care if it's... You know, give me give me sun and then snow. I'm good with that. Give me snow, then rain. I'm good with that. It's the change. Um, it's the change that I like. Uh, as far as the elemental, that part that's my preference. So you're kind of saying you come out, and you do the Superman, you're like kind of recharging it and, you know, the Earth's yellow sun. Uh, for me, I would say it's wind. Wind, wind does that for me. Like, um, I really appreciate that as an... Is it an element? Would you call wind an element? Is wind an element? Yeah? Okay. So, um, yeah. I like wind. I like wind. Probably because of how dynamic it is. I think that's what it is. Heat, Heat, light tends to be static to me. Like, you feel it best when you're just staying in one spot. Like, you need to have quiet to appreciate it, almost. Like, whether you go mind or body, whatever. Wind, I feel is portable. Like, you can... You can just. I like that. That's my. Pr- I can make. Oh, jeez! I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna take a sip. You got me there.
0: Okay, while well, you're sipping, so you could you already know what the answer is going to be here. Me walking out of the school and and seeing the sun, and then taking a moment to just let it hit me. You mm-hmm. know what it reminds me of? Being at the cottage. The beach. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Hey, not bad, eh? Caught hey, it good. Bad and at the cottage or beach <laughs> awesome. I'm usually laying there and taking that in like really extreme taking it in cuz yeah like I'm, off is... some... I'm off wandering somewhere yeah. I'm off
1: wandering somewhere yeah it's... I'm not the guy that lies there yeah
0: and I'm get well it's either I'm sitting at the cottage and there's food cooking so I'm sitting and just enjoying it or I'm at the beach and the kids are in the water and I'm kind of just taking it easy like I just enjoyed that moment of that direct heat kind of hitting me and closing my eyes and still seeing yellow like it's amazing but I'll tell you this too I never appreciated the rain I did the other day this last week of rain I even I came out of the house getting ready to leave and I saw the clouds flying by and it was really windy and I turned on my phone and I caught cloud movement coverage cuz I just felt there was something about it that I could really appreciate and I knew I was going to play with it so like talk about going from seeing that and being like, oh shoot, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an awful day, a gray day, a rainy day. I was like pumped. I was like, this is awesome, I gotta catch this. I love this. This is cool stuff. So I've I've been cluffing. There you go, that's a verb. I've been cluffing lately on the weather. I, I've I've not minded the shifts. One minute it's literally snowing, the next minute it's literally summer then the next minute it's spring again and it's raining and the clouds look awful and they're flying around. Like, I'm good. I'm good. That stuff these days right now doesn't get in my way. It's cool. It's, I guess, you know, I'm spending a lot of time in transit. And so I'm constantly experiencing the elements, if you will. Right, It's not I experience them for 20 minutes in the morning when I get to school, maybe on yard duty, and then at the end of the day when I come home. It's like literally all day. If you look at it from an educational lens, a, a, a teacher lens, I'm experiencing all day. Um, it's, it's. I don't know, I, I'm, I'm finding some joy in it, I guess. I don't know how else to put that, but um, just good stuff. Even, um, so on this one day, that it was all cloudy and rainy or whatever. I was at one of my high schools and I was sitting in guidance and I looked out the window and out the window of guidance there's um there's like a like a nook in this kind of this space in the schoolyard where there are rocks that you can sit on and there's a statue of Jesus and it's Jesus um looking down like he's he's sitting And he's got like a hood on and he's looking down and i thought right away two things i'm like this is the perfect this for me right now in this moment this is the perfect weather um to create something with this statue of jesus sitting in this courtyard area i did not take advantage unfortunately because i was working but so you're gonna love this so i'm sitting in guidance waiting for a kid and i look out the window and i see this the It was awesome. The perspective was awesome. Meet with the kid, get up and leave the kid. I see a teacher that I need to talk to, but we can't talk in the hall. So he's like, come in here. We went into the culinary classroom, which is on the other side of guidance. And as I'm talking to this guy, I look up and I can see Jesus from another angle in the same courtyard with the same weather pattern. I'm like, I gotta capture this. And it didn't happen because I was working. And so I I messaged the, the VP and I said, hey, I got to get some footage of, of this courtyard and Jesus. And I'm like, it's OK if like on the weekend, I if I'm driving by or something, I stop. But he's like, yeah, man, go nuts. I'm just like, I just want you to know because if something does happen, you guys review the video, you're going to be like, why is Chidiac in the courtyard with his camera, right? So. I'm telling you that I may, just FYI, I'm going to be on your school grounds and I'm going to be recording. But now I feel the need to be in, to get some footage from inside those two spaces. So I'm going to need to get into the culinary class again um, to record from in there and then get into guidance again, record from in there, and then get some outside. It's just something, it spoke to me. It spoke to me. It was really cool. Um, Anyway, the weather—it was perfect. I didn't—I don't want to get video of Jesus in that nice sunny weather. I like the overcast, the rain. It suits the mood of his positioning, the way the statue is it was created. It almost—it looks like a homeless person sitting, looking down. That's what it reminds me of. Um, and there are a lot of statues like that of Jesus, the homeless person Jesus. Anyway we're not going to get into the faith, but, uh, really cool stuff. I was like, this is so cool that I'm actually, so instead of being all cry baby about the weather, I was like, how cool is it that the universe has me sitting here contemplating things, um, as I wait to work with the kids that are maybe struggling the most. It was really interesting. Lots of layers there. Video did you content, check. I hope. Did you check what's that? Video coming soon. I hope.
1: Nice. Do you do you check the weather in the morning?
0: Uh, no, I don't. You don't, eh? Unless, well, no, not like I don't wake up and that's not the, one of the first apps I look at. Um, if both of the boys dress pretty good for school, like they, mm-hmm. they tend to have. If it's really cold, they tend to have what they need. If it's really hot, they just don't need to wear the stuff that they would wear if it was cold. So. Okay. Um, no, I don't really look do you you check every day
1: no I walk outside
0: <laughs> well that's that's was gonna
1: that's what was just kind of that's what I was gonna mention about it
0: um, I' was gonna talk to you about the the uh, weather rock that you were talking <laughs> I'm like me I just I look outside I I mean and because I'm selfish I don't need to know because I'm gonna be in and out of a car so I don't care what it's like outside.
1: I, it's funny because I think I do. I do care. I actually do care. What? Care. What? It's what's that? What? I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> we're in competition. I don't care. You care. Um, the, I yeah. Part of it is I don't. Um. So why is this? Okay, work this through, Cliff. Work this through. Okay. So the the I guess the thing for me, it's it's like it's because of the dynamicism of it, right? So if we're even going back to the whole how do you know what the weather is? Yeah. You we could say the weather rock. I love the weather rock because it's so point, pointful, right? Um, if it's wet, it's raining. If it's, <laughs> if it's frozen, it could be snowing, right? If it's dry, it might be sunny outside. It might be sunny. So I like I like the weather rock and I think I, I, I but I want to be the weather rock. Like I need for me to be the rock to sort of like experience what that weather is. So even the weather rock, I wouldn't depend on it. I would go outside and I would say, am I getting wet right now? Uh, am I am I feeling the wind on my face? Am I seeing snow? I'll take it firsthand. And it's just, I mentioned it only because it's a, it's pretty much a constant conversation during the week in my family. Um, probably a, a part of that, like really a part of that is, you know, having kids and you, you called it out, you know, your kids are now, from your assessment, you're saying they're, they're pretty good at figuring out what they need to wear. And my kids too, like they've, they've, they've figured it out. They, they 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 know, despite, you know, a few, you know, a few mess ups, let's say, did you bring your your umbrella kind of a thing for the most part, it's all we that my family has figured out that so they're not they're not of the age anymore where where there's a, a super amount of oversight on that um but it is it's it's it is a kind of a an interesting thing how um dependent on that kind of second i'm going to call it almost like second hand kind of uh tool like an app or the tv only in so much as that the opportunity to learn directly is right there for you you can go right outside and see what the weather's going to be that day um and yet, like I said, in my family, we sometimes depend on the weather rock. It's just an app or the television. Um, and I, I've actually gotten, you know, a little frustrated with my kids sometimes if they ask me, you know, what's the weather today, only because it's not. It's not because I want to withhold information from them. But I'm thinking to myself, just go stand outside. Like it's, and I've actually said that to my company, just go outside, and you know, you get the look like, come on, really, you want? I'm like, yeah. Go outside. Go and go, go go check and see what that weather is gonna is looking like right now. Because part of it is there really is no assurance, even that the weather that you're seeing right now will be the weather when you need to have the stuff to deal with the weather. Does that make sense? Like I just kind of gotten used to that even if even if the uh the weather report is saying, you know, chance of rain, I always lean heavy on the chance. So really, well, usually what I do is I I do like I I'm like you, like I do have a vehicle and I get that my kids don't have a vehicle. Okay, I get that. Um, But I also just as a matter of practice in my backpack carry the stuff that I need just in case the day goes sideways. Like I actually I I do that. I've always kind of been like that. I don't I'm not quite sure why, but I I, I've always been like that just to carry, you know, a a windbreaker or an umbrella or something.
0: An extra pair of socks, if you will. I'm that guy. I do. I do pay attention to the type of coat I will wear for the day. Do you? I do because um, yard duty. No, not oh. this year. Um, because I'm okay. So when I think about it, I'm. I'm from. I don't spend a lot of time um, going from my car into a building or from my building into a car. So right. I think I don't need the. I basically, I don't need a heavy coat. I can wear my. Uh, I can wear, wear a raincoat and like a sweater underneath, and I I'll be warm enough. And in the school, I can take off my um, my raincoat if I if I want to or need to. That's it. That's no extra socks, but maybe I should have extra socks. Do um,
1: your, your feet get cold, kids?
0: Sometimes they do. See, that's, that's been a problem. <clears throat> that's been a problem. In the winter, I didn't wear boots because, again, I'm going from my car into a building and from a building into my car. That's it's lunacy. Like, that's lunacy. Oh, dude, I'm not wearing big galosh boots for that. So I wear – and I have a <laughs> wash.
1: <laughs> like, can you actually go to the store and say, yes, I'd like to get a pair of galoshes in
0: size 11? Probably. It's like the word rain. Can you? Oh. You know, okay. don't do that to me. So okay. I my word is galoshes, but um okay. inside that's joke, I, inside I, joke, inside joke. Yeah, inside lots of inside jokes I saw on Twitter too, going back yeah. and forth with the hashtags. But um I wear I have there's a pair of running shoes that really work for my feet. And so I wear them. I mean they're clean and they're black, so they don't they don't stand out or anything, but I just wear my running shoes. Now the problem with that is is that they're made for running. So the mesh on the top is like,
1: porous. it's not,
0: yeah, it's porous. So my feet did get cold a couple of weeks ago in the wind, a couple of weeks ago in the winter, cause you know, winter in Canada comes winter. Go.
1: That's right. Winter was just a couple of weeks ago.
0: And it'll come back tomorrow. So it's no biggie, um, but I want to be comfortable. And I would, I do walk around a lot. So I don't want to be wearing these big boots. I've the worn lashes. my. I've worn my, my non-galosh boots a few times, and it's just my feet get all warm, and it's not a good feeling. just a pair of light galoshes. Dude. I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I would go to school, like when I was a classroom teacher, I'd wear the boots to school. Then I'd take them off and put indoor shoes on. And then when I had duty, I'd put the boots back on because I knew I was going to be trudging through snow. Mm-hmm. There's no trudging. As a re-engagement teacher, I'm not trudging through snow. so. hmm um my yeah i'm in big trouble uh if i go back to the classroom next year because my whole clothing setup and everything is totally messed up it's totally messed up messed up if i were to re-engage in a classroom again and have to do that work i know most people would be like what are you talking about i'm talking about me and the complexities of being roland um Mm -hmm. We talked about the weather for a long time, bro. Like, it's a, I minutes. think we talked
1: about it in a better way than people talk about the weather, though.
0: How do people normally talk about the weather? Passive. Passive.
1: Oh. Passive, like you're going to be victimized by it. I like that we went <laughs> kind of strategy. We're active it. weather people. We're active weather people. Plus, also introducing just that other thing, like you really don't know till you know. Like I get it. We we put it this way. You and I just now did not do small talk about weather. This was True. not small talk. This was this was all and that's the thing about decoded, right? That's the thing about decoded. This is um I think this is this is um this is you know the next product that should come out of uh decoded uh industries. Something it's something the, um, the weather? what's that? Something to do with the weather. Well, it's no small talk. No small talk. And it's a, um, I think it's a, it's a book of mantras that you and I will put together. You know, we could call them affirmations. Maybe we should There we should no small talk daily affirmations from Chids and Clough. Don't just talk about the weather dot dot dot. That's it. <laughs> Be the weather rock. Be the, be the weather, weather rock. Be the weather rock. Be the weather rock that other people can depend on. Be the weather rock that other people can build their day on. Nice.
0: Nice. Nobody's you're writing the, this down. No small talk. I've got it all up here, baby. I'll look here. No small. You're right. We did go deep with the weather. We did.
1: I, I got something for you. Can I throw something at you? Sure. How are you getting ready to retire?
0: Um, I'm not. Mm. I'm not getting ready to retire. Um, it will not be good.
1: It will not be good. You need to get ready. Yet.
0: It's not time yet. Dude, it's I not. said get
1: get ready. Get ready for retirement. Not not be the retirement. Remember, this is, no, this is no small talk. So I'm not asking you to be retired. You're saying it's not even the time for you to start preparing to retire?
0: You're asking me to get ready for retirement.
1: I'm asking if you are. No, And and yes, expecting that you should.
0: Okay. The answer is no. Okay. I'm not getting ready for retirement right now.
1: Do you think, do you think that, so we haven't talked about edgy celebs in a while.
0: Oh, let's bring it on. Edgy celebs, baby.
1: So, but here's, here's the angle that I want to come because today's a, you know, no small talk kind of a day.
0: We could invite one on, but they won't come because they're edgy celebs.
1: Well, you never know. You never chances know chances
0: are they won't come unless we're going to pay them the That is fee- true. cost for their keynote.
1: It is it is true that we I don't know if that's our um I don't know if that's our fan base. <laughs> and sorry fan I, and I, we may have just betrayed our fan base cuz maybe they all think they're juice labs. All six of them over there are 25 subscribers, which is cool. Um so yeah, the retire the retirement thing and um, you're right. Educeleb's probably there, there's no there's no money in it, right? And I would say if you're if you're and we don't okay. So I can flat out say the whole idea of edu edu celeb and whatever that means, um, it doesn't pop around too much. I mean, last week we played with thought leader, right? We were thought we were thought leading like a like a couple pros last week. Um, so this week I figured you know what that's it. Did all I had to do last week, so now I'm thinking about retirement. I did my thing. (laughs) I led, I led some people towards some thoughts and I said, have at it. There's the important thoughts for you to think for this weekend. You better get thinking. And then I started to think myself. I'm like, Oh, what if I turn that against myself here? And what do I need to do? What do I need to do now so that I can um, retire? Well, so, you know, Hurley has said it this guy we give him a lot of we get him a lot of air air time, eh? but you remember him talking about retirement and he liked the actual the actual visual of putting new tires on the same vehicle retiring it i guess i don't know if it's the same vehicle but basically retire it but this isn't like i don't know i don't know if i like that 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 metaphor or simile i don't know if i like that um it's almost like uh It's almost like instead of re putting new tires on or different tires on the same vehicle, it's like, how am I taking bits and pieces from that vehicle and building a totally separate vehicle? So it's like you hit, you you hit that day where you're, you're not um, no longer, you know, walking into a classroom or doing the re-engagement and then you're getting on your moped, you're getting on your rocket and you manage to use pieces from that vehicle to build a rocket. And you just then you sort of start traveling on that rocket. Rocket as a another ridiculous metaphor. I don't know if I want to put because for me it's like putting t- putting tires, putting new tires on the vehicle that I had used so far is a little bit like then I go into con- what consultancy? You know? Uh I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't feel like a thing for me. Because I feel like I do want to leave education. I do in the same way when i moved from being a chef in hospitality i didn't i had one year of trans couple years of transition in teaching cooking but now i've i've left that i'm 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 away from that i don't i don't need to sort of for me personally i don't need to be that person anymore so i guess for me thinking about a plan for retirement is what is the thing so that it's not two plates smashing against each other using the jogger. Geogra- I'm teaching geography right now. Right. I don't want any of those tectonics between being in the classroom and hitting retirement. I don't want that space there. What I want is another, I want some stuff around it that I'm doing at the same time. So that, cause that is a date like that space in there between the two plates is a date. It's an actual date that you retire. It's official life changes systematically my status changes i am no longer a classroom teacher at that point like i don't even i don't even know if i'm still an oct but probably i guess if i decide to maintain it um stuff is taken away from me very few things are given to me apart from my pension so around that i need something that sort of will allow me to sort of move into whatever that next that next stage will be now i will you know full disclosure and i mentioned to you this this in in the polos is that In my assessment, my dad waited way too long to figure out how he was going to transition into, like, it's like he, it's like he used the downtime of retirement to figure out what he wanted to do with retirement. There was no plan. Um, So he, you know, he came out and he started, he tried to his hand at uh, starting a a business. um, And then he shifted into writing. He shifted into writing uh, some creative stuff. So... um, It's just, it's top of mind for me because, you know, I'm 50. So I think, I don't even know what the number is, but I think that I should start to get some idea of what I should be doing right now. So it's not about being in retirement. It's about what are the things I should be doing right now, reinforcing right now, feeding right now, so that when that day comes and those plates officially disengage or diverge, that i can i can just kind of keep the forward trajectory of my life and i can say okay that chapter is now officially done and i move on to the next and i don't want to i don't want to i'm not interested in sort of pursuing consultancy or like edu celebrity like i don't want to i do not i do not want to write about education when i'm no longer actively in education i don't want to create things for education when i'm no longer actively in education i don't want to contribute I don't want to support, I don't want to feed, I don't want to donate, I want to leave education and move into another thing. So that's what I was thinking, dude. That's what I was thinking.
0: And I I have nothing for you. I don't know. It's great to hear your perspective on it. I've not even gone there. I've not gone there. Um, I did think recently, though I would love to travel because mm-hmm. um, that's something it's a little bit more difficult to do um, at least from my perspective. I know many people who are currently teachers who find times and places to go to um, in the moments that they're not teaching, but <clears throat> I don't know I'd like to I'd like to actually go somewhere in the middle of a school year and not have to think about who I need to ask permission from and whether I'm getting paid or not and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've had that thought across my mind and not necessarily, um, not necessarily travel, yeah. get on a cruise ship and just, um, sail for 10 days. Like I'd like to go and see things. Like I'd like to go and experience the world a little bit. Um,
1: are you, are you a go and live there? Is that what you're sort of thinking? Like, so. But when I say live, it's finding that space between, because there's a mindset, right? There's a mindset shift between I'm only going to be here because I've got two weeks to do this and then saying, no, I'm going to be gone for a month. And if I happen to stay one place for like three weeks, I'm cool with that. Like, how do you, how do you sort of see that as a frame? Or is it like, I've got one week for that week. I'm going to Paris and I'm only going to be, and I'm going to check out Paris. Like, is that the box you're putting it in from your perspective right now?
0: I think, I think so. I think my box right now is, um, you know, like it'd be cool to go to Japan, but Mm. Japan's not a one week trip in my opinion. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to do Japan, let's look at the logistics of this. You know, how long do I think I should be there? What are some of the things I'd like to do and see? What do I want to see and experience? Um, don't get me wrong, though. You know, if my wife says, you know, God willing, we're both retired and we're able to go places and do stuff, she says, hey, let's get on a seven day cruise to the Caribbean. I'm not going to say no. Um, say, okay, <laughs> which seven days are we taking, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I also would like, like, I'd love to get back to the Middle East. Um, I'd love to just go and see what it looks like now, from my perspective now, as opposed to what I remember from when I was a kid. You've been there? Yes, I've been there. I went there, I think, when I was in kindergarten. Wow. And we were gone, I think, for, like, I think we may have gone for an entire summer. And then September, because I remember coming back and going to school, but school was already underway, so I had missed the start of school. Um, we did go for a long time, um, or at least that's how it felt. If I'm sure, if I talk to my mom, my many of my memories from being a child are somewhat skewed, and I don't know if that's normal or if that's abnormal. Uh, I've never looked into it, but yes, I would like to go back. I would like to. I would like to see things. And I don't know if I would connect with my father's family or not. I might just go and be a tourist rather than call somebody and say, Hey, I'm coming. Can we make some time? Yeah, I don't know, but I think, I don't know, I'd like to travel. I'd like to travel. I'm not talking like I leave my house for a whole year. Um, and my kids would not see me. It'd be more like planned out a couple times a year, that type of thing. But dude, who, I don't know what's going to happen when I retire. That's the other thing too. I leave space for that. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Will I be in good health? You know, will my kids be independent? Not that that matters but it kind of does in a way like i don't know what the what the world looks like then i don't know anything so uh, but i do think about it sometimes and i try not to think about it too much because it's not here now it's down there and in terms of preparation i don't believe it's time or even close to time so i just kind of i think about it sometimes But then I wonder when I think about retirement, I wonder why am I thinking about retirement? What's going on in front of me right now that's got me thinking about the future and not about what's happening now. And then I try to come back to enjoying what's in front of me. And when I say enjoy, it's kind of a perverted word because I might be in the middle of something really not good, but find some joy in it. I think I have to do that a little bit because it gives me some purpose. It also reminds me that this isn't the end of the world. Whatever's happening in front of me isn't the end of the world because I've had these feelings of things happening in front of me my whole life. And if I thought every time it was the end of the world, I'd probably be an emotional disaster by this point. So it's not the end of the world. It's just a moment in time and you try to navigate it as best as you can and you go from there. We went from the retirement world to something a little bit more serious. I didn't want to go there, but uh,
1: no small talk, baby. No small talk. No small talk. Talk radio.
0: We ain't changing the way that we're talking about education. <laughs> we won't even be freaking talking about education when we're retired.
1: We won't. I really do not want to, and I and I say that I say that wholeheartedly. I do not want to be talking about education. When I'm no longer no longer actively getting a feed from education,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: if I decide to keep if I decide to keep, I'm not saying I don't want to work in education. Who knows? Maybe I'll keep supplying. I don't know. I actually I don't know that part. I haven't made that decision. The decision I have made is that I don't want to stay associated um, creatively or philosophic, philosophically. An example of of retirement is this podcast this podcast is preparation for retirement because we are fluid in our identities here. We move from dad stuff to stuff that we know a lot about, like the weather into some sort of education comparison. Like we are, we're fluid that way. And that's, I think that's a, an example of what I'm craving to sort of go a little bit deeper into. So what are the other pieces of that that would allow me to sort of, like, what are the other things like this podcast? Like, we could still do this podcast even into retirement 20 years from now, <laughs> all right? Um, and no longer talk about education. We're just talking about the stuff that we're working on creatively. Like, we can we can, we can shift into the spaces that, that are um, currently feeding us, let's say. Right now, a lot of what you and I are doing, a lot of the feeds are kind of like tethered to education. I mean, it takes up a lot of our time. Uh, yet we still get to every once in a while talk about creative pursuits too, right? So I like that. I and I and I think part of part of the um, how do I do it was just noticing that I'm already doing it. So now, do I want to do it with intention? Because it's raised the inquiry it's raised the inquiry of me is like, what do I need to do to have a good retirement? Like, what do I need to consider? Because I won't be able to start with a good retirement if I don't start considering the fact that I need to consider what to do with retirement. Like it just, it won't, I, I'm, I'm the guy that will actually try and improvise what a good retirement would be. But I'm also the guy, I'm also the guy that arrives in retirement and it's like, I should have made a plan (laughs) because this isn't good. And now i got to make... So I'm the guy that will hustle to get the plan done after the fact, when in fact I should have done just a little bit more thinking before that. So that's... And I agree. I agree with the we don't know how our health is going to be. We don't. But I don't know. That doesn't stop me from sort of entertaining that.
0: So... I think entertaining is good. I do. I'm just... It just, it's too far away. Yeah. That's all for me. It's just too far away. There's too much that ha- needs to happen before then for me to retire. That's all.
1: That's okay. That's okay. I just want to throw that in there.
0: Oh, it's thrown in. It's on the record now. It's on the record. podcast's on the record. The back catalog. Yeah, because somebody else is looking at that, right? Yeah. Because we're not. No, we're not. Clough, we're almost at the end of our time today.
1: Mm-hmm. Tight timeline.
0: I just felt like Mr. Rogers saying that. Hey, you got some Van Gogh art, it looks like to me. It's the yeah. sun peeking through the clouds, correct? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why does it remind me of Van Gogh? I think it's the colors and the way that you...
1: Could be. I was trying to do it. lines and swirls. Yeah, you're right. That was, that was there. That was there.
0: But you know what? I'm proud of myself because I don't know much about art. But you know what you like. Well, I don't like Van Gogh per se, but um, well, I do know what I anyway. <laughs> I like that I, I didn't say you like Van, Van Gogh. I know you didn't. I know yeah. you. Didn't. I like the way I made a connection to real you art. Did.
1: That was that was just like me pulling out of my hat, you know, out of my hat. Whatever the whole uh, cottage thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five years, baby. Five years.
0: <laughs> it's a Long to, time,
1: eh? it is it's it's time it's time well spent and i mean that not only in quality but also logistically like it is time like to do to do a little bit of time on saturday morning that is time well spent well thought out strategic and uh it feeds so well thanks you're welcome dude
0: season five episode 27 of the decoded podcast have a great day cluff